0: Thank you for downloading Producers Pick from Sounds True, a podcast dedicated to bringing you moving, captivating, and intriguing selections from our programs. In this podcast, the producers have chosen a selection from a program they've worked on, which caught their attention as a unique or special moment in the recording process. This week's episode, We Don't Heal in Isolation, comes from the audio program healing your attachment wounds, how to create deep and lasting intimate relationships with therapist, author, and leading expert in adult attachment theory and models, Diane Poole-Heller. Producer Steve Lazard worked with Diane in our Sounds True studio on this program. Here's what Steve had to say about this week's producer's pick.
1: Each of us from our earliest experience develops an attachment style that, in some degree or another, we take with us throughout the rest of our lives. We can be trapped by that patterning, or through understanding and exploration, we can use it as a basis to understand ourselves. This understanding can help us move towards secure functioning where true safety, adaptability, and intimacy with others can arise. I chose this selection for you because I love the fact that research shows we need each other It points to the beautiful capacity and necessity for human contact. Many of us have a sense of this, but to have it supported in this way was beautifully reassuring to me. In this selection, Diane explores this research and its implications. She talks about the nervous system to nervous system training that occurs between two people as a basis for how we learn and interact with others. She shares her ideas on co-mindfulness, the idea that we can train ourselves to move our awareness to include another person. Diane also shares her being with, being with, being with exercise, where we learn to explore what's happening in the dynamic relational field between two people. Finally, Diane discusses the internal evolution that occurs from an awareness of I, to you, to we. A global, all-of-us perspective, something our society deeply needs right now. Thanks for listening, and I hope
0: you enjoy this selection. You can download the entire audio program Healing Your Attachment Wounds at SoundsTrue.com. And now our producer's pick. We don't heal in isolation with
2: Diane Poole-Heller. We don't really heal in isolation. We need another caring, present person to be with us on the journey. This is such an important aspect of our recovery. Sue Johnson, for example, has done research on how people respond to going through somewhat challenging medical procedures, whether they're alone or whether they're with even a stranger or whether they're with someone that's someone that they know and care about. And there's so much less threat response that gets triggered when we're in the presence of another person when we're facing something difficult. There's another study where you're standing there facing a climb of a steep incline, And if you're doing it by yourself, they measure your physiological responses. And there's a huge amount of stress that starts to show in contemplating making the steep climb. Even if a stranger comes with you, that goes much lower. And if it's someone you're deeply connected to, very often your threat response doesn't trigger at all. So we are social beings. Our brain is a social brain. We regulate through connection. Even developmentally, we start with co-regulation. And eventually, we learn how to self-regulate. But it never changes throughout our entire life. We always need self and interactive or co-regulation with other people. And one of the things that's happening while you're being held or nursed or, you know, being in proximity with your parents in a positive way, your nervous system as a little being, a little baby, is actually imprinting and learning from the adult who's with you that's regulated. It's like a nervous system transfer of information and wisdom. Your nervous system's learning to regulate through their nervous system. They're helping you regulate. Of course, babies are doing some self-regulation because even digestion is a regulatory function. But it's so important to have that energetic exchange as infants with parents, but also as we grow up with other people, with our therapists, our teachers, our friends, our human community, really important part of our human experience. And one of the things we're going to talk about in a while is what happens when people weren't held and cuddled and cared for in a way where they didn't really get that nervous system exchange. Their nervous system actually has a gap in learning of what is interactive regulation. How can I rely on another person to help me through a difficult time? It might not even come up for them as a thought to ask for help as an example. So we're going to be addressing that in a little while, but I want you to just sort of notice this capacity of moving with an interactive mutual regulation that happens between people. Now I like to think of this as um, co-mindfulness. Now we know mindfulness has become very popular and it's such a great tool, and meditation as well. And a lot of times these are focused a little bit on self-exploration, which is also very important and these are essential skills. And we wanna think about how do we move that to include another person? One of the things that's interesting is I call it the being with, being with, being with exercise. As I'm with you, I have the capacity to be with myself. I can feel what's happening in me. I can be aware of my thoughts, my feelings, my reactions, my energy. I'm aware of kind of where myself is and where I end and you begin And then I'm also being with you. I can have a resonance to your experience. I can be open and vulnerable to what you're saying and maybe what you're feeling emotionally or physically. I can perceive that. So first I'm being with myself. Then I'm also being with you. And there's a third being with. This being with what's happening in the dynamic between both of us. What's happening in the middle? What's happening in between? What's happening in what I would call the relational field? There's me, there's you, and there's us, and what's happening between us. So being with myself, being with you, and being with this other third space of being with the relational field, being with us, all in connection, This is a beautiful capacity we have for human contact. And as we return to secure attachment, we gain more and more capacity to hold this bigger space and be aware of all of these dynamics. Actually, another interesting thing that happens as we return to secure attachment that's natural for us as we go in that direction is we move from we have a sense of I, we have a sense of you, We have a sense of me, we have a sense of we. Dan Siegel just came up with a new way to describe that as mwe, M-W-E, mwe. And we actually move into this global all of us perspective. We start to want and orient to what's good for all of us, kind of as a humanity focus. What's good for the planet? What's good for the human community? What's good for different cultures? What's good for our country, but also all different countries? What's good for our gender, but all genders and all different ways humans interact, all different cultures? We get a very big global perspective. We start to really tap into the interconnectedness of the whole human family. I remember I was flying at a red-eye flight, which I don't like doing, from New York back to Denver. And it's the middle of the night, and everybody was sleeping. It was dark in the airplane. And I had worked a lot, just done a workshop. I was a bit tired. But as I was moving towards maybe a deep relaxation or possible sleep, I had this awareness of lights just lighting up all over the globe, like just little sparkles of light from every country and just had this sense of this deep human connection of the entire planet. And I just thought, wow, that's such an amazing experience. And we're connected in this way all the time. It's just that so often when traumas hit us or you know, we've had a lot of relationship wounding, we tend to sink back into this isolated bubble of it's just me and I'm alone and I'm not connected to anybody and I feel really separate and lonely and maybe a little distressed. And it's like we're in this bubble of self that's actually riding in this ocean of connection. And part of what I want to touch on in our time together is how do we pop that bubble or build a window into it where we start to have access to the huge amount of connection and interconnectedness that we can actually experience. We're really delving deep into what supports connection and what helps us heal from disconnection.